What's going on, guys? Welcome into episode six of the Dorm to Dorm Fantasy Football Podcast. Week 14, it's December 8th, 2022. We got a Thursday night football game tonight. I'm Max. And I'm Malone. Let's get into it. All right. <clears throat> let's head right into week 14. First, actually, let's, let's reflect on week 13 a little bit. Um, I thought the games were pretty entertaining, if I say so myself. Um, <clears throat> some surprises, but a lot of uh, expecta- expect- expected wins, too. Um, a blowout with the Lions and the Jaguars. Lions put up 40 points on the Jaguars. Um, Deshaun Watson's debut, what did you think about that? It's pretty terrible. He looked awful. Yeah. I think he was thrown <laughs> to the grass more than his receivers. I think, like we predicted, the running game carried them that game. Uh, Deshaun barely really did anything, and he didn't really show too much promise. Um, maybe he picks it up a little bit in the future, this week maybe, um, but it, it's tough to see. Like His accuracy was just not there. Um, and then the Vikings winning a close one against the Jets. Uh, the Commanders and Giants game. What did you think about that, Max? I mean, we tied on the game picks last week. I'm, I'm <laughs> satisfied with the tie there. I think uh, we're trying to make a playoff push. I don't know if it's going to happen. Probably not. But we get them in week 15 again. So we'll see if we can settle that debate. Um, another blowout with Dallas yeah. killing Indianapolis. I was actually watching, and Indianapolis was like, I wasn't watching. I was tracking, and they were keeping it close for a bit, and then I checked it again, and I was like, well, damn, yeah. that's a big – that's a lot that was, of that was, just, that was definitely a surprise, um, along with the Niners and Dolphins game. Raiders, Chargers, Bengals, Chiefs, all upsets. Niners smacked the Dolphins. Um, honestly, that was a crazy game. I was so high on the Dolphins. I am still high on the Dolphins this season, but the Niners' defense is just crazy this year. Um, and, I mean, hopefully Brock Purdy can lead them in the playoffs, but um, I don't know. It's it's very tough to lean on a third-string quarterback. We'll see what he does as a rookie. Undrafted? Oh, no, he was Mr. Irrelevant. He was. He was Mr. Irrelevant. Sorry. Um, But Yeah, he was. Last pick in the draft. Um, But also the Bengals and Chiefs game, that was a close one. Very entertaining game. Joe Burrow, like I said last week, I picked the Bengals. They showed out. Joe Burrow played really well. Um, But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's start talking about this week, though. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, we're going to get into some starts, some sits, uh, and then we're going to go to the game picks, mm-hmm. and we'll just discuss. We'll go from there. Start with some starts here. Malone, what you got? So my first start is Kyron. No, I was kidding. Not Kyron. Um, my first start is You know Ky- what? No, no. You know what? <laughs> okay. Since you brought it up. I wanted to so bad. Yeah, okay. I may have missed on Kyron. Um, but... What's interesting is that he got absolutely no work. He got maybe a rush. Let me pull up the numbers. But um, for some reason, Sean McVay and the Rams decided to roll with Cam Akers. I don't know if anyone could have predicted that. They're just so unpredictable, that backfield. Um, I wouldn't start either this week. um, And we'll see how it plays out. I, I mean... Yes, I've been high on Kyron, but it costs you absolutely nothing. So I don't feel that bad about it. But it was disappointing to me. I, st- I put him in my lineup, actually. I, I flexed him over Christian Watson and lost wow. my week because Wild. of it. So I kind of ate my own words there. But Kyron Williams, he, he, he got three rushes and a target. He got no opportunity. Cam Akers... 
Um, I think it was like 13 rushes for 60 yards. Not that impressive. We know he's a bum. No, I'm just kidding. Like, but I don't know. Kyron's. I mean, Kyron. I think is more talented than Cam Akers. We'll see how it plays out. But okay, I'm not. You you yeah. brought it up. Sorry, you started sorry. it. Um, but my first start for Week 14 in the quarterback position is Kirk Cousins. Um, now, Kirk has been an interesting prospect this year. Um, definitely playing well this year, I would say, in real life. Fantasy-wise, he's had an above-average season. Um, right now at the number 15 position rank, which actually is not that good on paper. Um, last week against the Jets, he put up 173 yards passing with one touchdown. Um, not the best performance. No turnovers, though. Um, the week before that, he put up 21 points. So it, it's, it's really... He's a very inconsistent quarterback, I would like to say. Um, but I think this week he goes up against Detroit, um, and I think that's going to probably be a high-scoring game, yeah, I'd, I'd imagine. Uh, both offenses are very good. Um, last time he played Detroit, he put up 260 yards and two touchdowns, uh, had 18.3 points. So I think it's a safe play to play pretty well here. Um, I don't see... I think, I, I, of course, the Vikings, I think, will win this game. I think they're a very dominant team. But at the same time, it won't be a game script where they're running the ball for a majority of the game. I think the Detroit Lions offense will keep up with them for the most part. Um, and I think Cousins will still have to throw it in a lot of situations. Um, also, it is a 1 p.m. game. And we know how good Kirk is at 1 p.m. Um, it's not prime time. So I do, really do think Cousins has a solid week this week. Yeah, I like that pick. I like I like the high scoring. Thank I you. think it's gonna be a high scoring game too. My first start, nothing new over here. Chris Ola- no, I'm kidding. He's on a bye. Um, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Garrett Wilson, he's been on my watch list the whole year. Um, he gets Buffalo. I think he was a start for me the last time. He played Buffalo too and put up uh, nine targets, fourteen points. Um, you know, without a touchdown. I mean, he's been incredible. He's been a target machine. He's a great route runner. I think, I don't know about, I mean, they, the Jets beat Buffalo last time. I don't think this happens again. I'm, I'm predicting a little bit more negative game script for the Jets against Buffalo, which means a lot more volume for Garrett Wilson. So I'd stash him into your lineups. Yeah. Uh, Garrett Wilson had nine targets last time they played Buffalo. Um, and I honestly, in my opinion, Mike White is playing better than Zach Wilson. So who knows what can happen? He had 15 targets last week, which is crazy for a, um, a rookie receiver. Uh, it, I think he, I think he has a great week this week too. Like Max was saying, he's put up uh, over 24 points the last two weeks. Uh, I think he continues that trend against a Buffalo secondary that hasn't played to their uh, talent this year. Um, but, yeah, I think he repeats the performance he had against Buffalo in Week 9. Yeah, I but, think um, he plays a little better even, and I think he's a, I think he's a, actually a league winner. He gets Detroit in Week 15, which probably high-scoring game with, all, with Detroit and their defense and their yeah. offense. Then they get Jacksonville and then Seattle Week 17. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I think you start him rest of the season, but let's move on to your second start. Yes, sir. Um, so my <laughs> second start, actually, two players, really. It's the Cowboys running backs for Houston. Now, <clears throat> this is a kind of a risky pick, I'd like to say, um, but the Houston run defense is, is just really, is really bad. It's I mean, it, it's, it's tough to watch. 
Um, and I think this Cowboys running game is honestly one of the best in the league, too. Uh, with two-headed monster with Tony Pollard and Zeke, it's, like, really hard to stop. Um, two very different running styles, too. Pollard is very fast and just a quick uh, kind of passing running back, too. He likes to get out of the backfield, screen passes, anything like that. Dak loves to target him. Um, and then Zeke, kind of the bigger running back, using the red zone more. Um, but Pollard had 12 carries last week um, and has gotten had 22, 15, 18, 12 was his last four weeks. Um, and then Zeke had, I believe, 17 carries last week. So they're giving the ball to both of these guys, and I think they're both going to have 15-plus every single week. This week they could both pop off. Um, and it's hard to determine who's going to get more touches every week because both are very talented running backs. And I know I wasn't very high on Zeke earlier in the year, but he's kind of shown me that he's consistently going to put up numbers. Um, so I think both of them are safe, like flex plays, maybe even RB2 if you're missing one this week. Um, but, yeah, I think I – think, the game script also will probably favor these running backs as Cowboys will probably blow out Houston uh, and will be running in the ball for majority of the game. I don't know who they're going to give it to late game, whether it be Pollard or Zeke, um, but I think both are safe starts. Yeah, I like this a lot. I think they're going to feed both. In the last three games, Zeke has four touchdowns in those three games, and they've Dallas has put up 54, 28, and 40 points in the last three weeks. Um this doesn't stop against Houston. They're going to be up massive. I think they're both going to get the ball a ton. This, this, this is a great start. Next for me, I'm going to go Isaiah Pacheco against Denver. He's shown with Clyde's injury that he is the lead back. I think this is positive game, strict game script for Pacheco. They're going to be up big and just give the ball to Pacheco a bunch. Um... And then I guess I'll go with my third start just because it's the same game. I like Jerry Judy against KC, kind of the opposite of Pacheco. They're, I think Denver's going to be down. Even though that defense is good, I think um, Denver's defense is good. Um, I think KC's going to uh, run away with this one. And Cortland Sutton's out. Russ is going to have to rely on Jerry Judy a bit more. Maybe some Dulcich. Um but yeah, I like Jerry Judy a lot in this game. All right. Um. Yeah, I think I have to agree with the Pacheco take. Um, he's he's definitely been the RB one now in the offense, and he's shown his promise. I mean, he's put up consistent numbers. He had fifteen and sixteen, um, but he had twenty two carries against the Rams, fourteen against the the Bengals. Um, I do agree with Max. I think Denver's defense is is very good, and it sucks to be paired with an offense like that. Um, but I think after a certain amount of time, I think Chiefs offense will definitely get to go a or will start to run a little bit um, and probably take over the game. Unfortunately, Denver probably will get tired on the defensive side and probably will see uh, the Chiefs offense kind of take advantage of that by running the ball. Um, and I think Pacheco will definitely get some touches inside the red zone for some touchdowns. Um, but for my last start of the week, it's Christian Kirk versus Tennessee. Now, Christian Kirk, another interesting player. Um, he's actually had a very underrated season, in my opinion. He's put up some great numbers in a couple of weeks. He's actually at the wide receiver number 11 in PPR leagues. Um, him and Trevor Lawrence have actually shown a lot of promise together. Uh, he's had weeks where he's put up 21, 31, 
um, 25. I think he's had a lot of solid weeks, and I think it continues that trend this week against Tennessee. Uh, we saw last week Tennessee's secondary was burnt toast against the Eagles. Um, A.J. Brown went off. Devontae oh had a solid God. game. Oh <laughs> um, but I think we see the same type of performance from Christian Kirk. I think Trevor Lawrence has definitely started to get much more comfortable in that offense, and we're going to see a lot of targets for Christian. Um he had a hun- over 100 yards receiving last week, 16.4 points. Um, and he's the wide receiver one in that offense. I think he'll get a lot of opportunities. Um, I think they, ha- they have yet to play Tennessee this year. This is the first uh, game. But I think the Jaguars actually have a chance at winning this game, believe it or not. I don't think Tennessee's as strong as people say. They were kind of exposed last week. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think a big game from the Jaguars actually too. Christian yeah, Kirk, yeah, I like that. Um, he's definitely a must-start rest of the season, too. I'm just going to give a little bonus. Um, so I said to start Njoku last week. We recorded Thursday, then he was ruled out for the game. No way of knowing that. But I think um, Deshaun Watson starts to rely on him a little, a little bit more. Um, talent's there. I think he's a top five to seven tight end rest of the season <laughs> for the playoffs. Do you not think Deshaun? You think Deshaun Watson will get more accurate? I mean, it's easier for him to have a bigger target, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so okay, so. But I mean, I talked about this a little bit last week. Deshaun Watson loves his tight ends, and Njoku's a big body to target. Um, and I think he, I think he's going to be good in this in this new Cleveland offense. Yeah. All right, you want to head into our sits of the week? Yeah, um, I'll start off, I guess. I'm going to go Tyler Boyd against Cleveland. I think with Jamar Chase back, that really limits Boyd's upside. He didn't have a good game last week at all, um, and Mixon wasn't even playing. So now Mixon's back. you got to sit Boyd. Yeah, I, I think Boyd was more of like a temporary start if you were really lacking on receivers. Maybe he had some injuries. I think Boyd probably should be sat for the rest of the year. He's got a lot of talent in real life, don't get me wrong. He's a very good, very good receiver, but there's just too many mouths to feed in Cincinnati. I mean, with Jamar back, Joe Burrow's favorite target, so we'll see him get a lot of touches, a lot of touchdowns, and then T. Higgins also on the offense. It's just going to be tough for Boyd to get many opportunities, so he was definitely a temporary start, but yeah. Hayden. Hurst also stepping up a little bit. Yes, too. Also, my first sit, uh, another one, a repeat from last week, uh, Deshaun Watson versus Cincinnati. Um, Now, I said this about last week, I didn't think Deshaun was going to have a very good week, and I was right. Um, He definitely showed a lot of... He definitely showed a lot of rust, uh, to be to be frank here. Um, he was underthrowing a lot of his players. Amari Cooper seemed to be frustrated a little bit. Um, Amari's just a very talented receiver, and if you're not taking advantage of that, you're doing something wrong. Um, and he just was not putting him on the numbers at all. He was definitely struggling. The fans could see it. You could see it on his face. Um, and I think that trend actually kind of continues here against Cincinnati. Uh, I think Cincinnati definitely gives him a lot of pressure, too. Deshaun wasn't really handling it that well last game. Um, and I think the same yeah, same trend happens where the Browns are going to have to lean on their running game, but then I think they get down quick in this game. I think Cincinnati's offense plays really well, and then the Browns won't be able to run it as much, making them throw it, but at the same time, they don't have the best throwing offense. So I don't think Deshaun has a very good week. Um, he just didn't show me too much talent. And the Bengals actually have been pretty solid against uh, the pass this year. Um, 
I think, against in fantasy, Cincinnati against quarterbacks, they're actually number six on the least amount of points given up. So uh, I'll definitely see Cincinnati locking down Deshaun this week. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I'm going to move on to a quarterback. Um, going Ryan Tannehill here. I do think that this could potentially be a high-scoring game, but with Traylon Burks going down with that pretty devastating-to-watch injury last week with mm-hmm. the concussion, yes. I just don't know how many options Tannehill has in his receivers. Um, I mean, I feel like the Titans, since losing A.J. Brown, they never really have any options, and they kind of just they win some, they lose some. It's It's... They're better. I think they're a lot worse than their record. Um, but I don't know if he's so safe without Traylon Burks in this yes. offense this week. 100%. Um, Thank you. I mean, Tannehill was, yeah, definitely struggling last week against uh, the Eagles. Um, the Eagles gave him a lot of pressure, and that Titans offense did not help, uh, Titans offensive line did not help him at all. Um, Tannehill's also playing on a bad ankle, and he has a lot of injury concerns too, so he's unable to be as mobile as he was before, so he could definitely struggle against Jacksonville, especially with Traylon Burks being out. Um, so, yeah, I would not start Ryan Tannehill. He's not, like, the biggest option in fantasy, so probably keep him on the bench, maybe even drop him. I don't know. But um, as for me, my second sit of the week is Damian Pierce versus Dallas. Now, the thing is, in in my league, I'm actually starting Damian Pierce, but that's because I have no other options. Uh, Pierce had a very good start to the season, and then midseason he was playing really well. Lately, he hasn't had the most production. Uh, last week, he actually kind of did pretty well, uh, rushing yards-wise. He had 73 rushing yards, had 12.5 points. Um, but the weeks before that, he only had four and three points. I think it's just been a reflection of the Houston offense as a whole. Um, this Texans offense has fell off so hard, and it's been really tough to watch. Um, and that's definitely affecting Pierce a lot, the offensive line, uh, and the lack of receiving threats, too. Um, they have to rely on Pierce, and then defenses start figuring that out. It's, it's really tough for him to get a lot of space. Um, but I think that same pattern like continues here against Dallas this week. Dallas has been amazing against the run. Their defense has played crazy good this year, one of the best defenses this week. Uh, hurt pains me to say that, but um, I think Dallas's defense takes over this week just like they took over against the Colts. Um, and they have a lot of turnovers, um, and I think Pierce is going to get held for uh, like probably under 50 yards rushing. Yeah, this one pains me too. I'm a Pierce owner. I'm I'm debating whether to start him. I have some other options, but I don't know uh, if it's worth it or not. I, I'll have to decide that on my own. But I think he gets shut down as well. I think it's just all about how this Texans offense does. They they put in their backup when they're down a lot, um, and. I think Pierce is underrated in the NFL. I think he's a great running back that runs with a lot of toughness and grit. And and um, his yards per carry is good when they're close in games. But, I mean, he just it's not his fault that their team is just absolutely terrible. Um, and this week is not going to be an exception for that. They're going to get absolutely demolished. Um, I'm scared for him this week. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But, it really hurts me because he's such a talent. Yeah, I, I think it, like maybe later in the year, I think in the future of his career, he'll definitely succeed. But definitely this week and lately, he just hasn't been able to succeed because Houston's just been a mess. Like having to start Davis Mills and then benching him, starting Kyle Allen. 
Um, <laughs> Bringing back Mills this week, though. Yeah. Oh, really? I think oh, so. Wow. All right. Which but, I um, think helps him a little bit, but against Dallas, it's like, let's forget about it. Max, do you have another sit? I do have another sit. I'm going Latavius Murray against Casey. It's my third start sit in the same game. Um, I, I mean, it's the opposite of Pacheco. They're going to be down so much. They're not going to be running the ball to old Latavius Murray. Um, they're going to be throwing the ball a ton, or at least Russ is going to try to be um, throwing the ball a lot. But, uh, yeah, I, I'd sit a lot this week. I got it's a little bit of a stretch here. Um, my own guy, Devontae Smith of the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, they play the Giants this Sunday. Pretty exciting game, I'd say, Max. Um, yeah. I think, I mean, of course, there's some bias here, but I think the Eagles run away with this game a little bit. And like we saw last week and the week before that, or actually not really last week, but the week before that, the week before that, um, their running game has definitely dominated this offense and has been one of the most successful running games in the league. I think it continues against the Giants. Now, the Giants have a very talented defense, don't get me wrong. Thank um, you. And it's nice. Maybe if they give the ball to Boston Scott against the Giants, it'll be over. Um, <laughs> but I think they run the ball pretty well here, um, and they'll probably stick to it. As I think the Eagles will probably be in the lead for a majority of this game, um, and the Giants' corner is also very talented too. Um, so it's going to be tough for Hertz to find some open receivers. But if there is one receiver that kind of does very well, it's probably going to be AJ Brown. Um, but I don't see the most um, production coming out of Devonte this week. Yeah, that's fair. I think this game is going to be a little bit closer than we'd imagine. Yeah. Um, but I do think the Eagles are going to take this one, unfortunately. Um, and then Malone will be bragging next week on the podcast. Oh, God, though. All right, I guess we should move into our game picks. Week, excuse me, week 13, we tied 10-10 out of 15 games with the Washington yeah. against Gi- the Giants was a tie so we both went 10 4 and 1 so that leaves us i'm 48 23 and 1 and malone is 45 25 and 1 so we're gonna move on to week 14 and just go through the games like we always do yeah so thursday night football tonight um raiders versus rams it's in la um now Baker might play tonight. It might be John Wolford, but does it um, matter? If Baker, yeah, it doesn't really matter because I do think the Raiders win this game. Um, I think the Raiders are very underrated, but I mean the record definitely doesn't really show it. Uh, I think Carr and Adams have a really good game again. I think Jalen Ramsey actually gets burnt multiple times by Adams. Believe it or not. Well, that's gonna be an interesting. That'll be, an, that'll be a great matchup. Um, uh, but I think the Raiders take this. Their their offense is just too high powered, uh, and the Rams have just been struggling on offense um, and defensively too. So we'll see what happens. But I think the Raiders win. Yeah, I agree. I think the Raiders have been kind of a tough, tough one to pin down for me this season. I feel like I've missed on. I've taken them and they've lost, or I haven't taken them and they've won. They've been a little bit inconsistent for me. Um, but I think there's no doubt that they're going to win this game in terms of that matchup between Devontae and 
Jalen Ramsey. I've seen videos of both of them talking about the toughest cornerbacks and toughest receivers that they have to guard or go up against in the league, and they both gave each other the number one spot, I believe. So that's going to be very interesting. I think they're both going to give each other some trouble. It's going to be probably the most entertaining part of this game, I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm, I actually kind of like Baker, so I hope he does play. I hope he does succeed, but it's going to be tough for his first game back. But um, as for Sunday, first game, Jets versus Bills. Um, I think this game will probably be actually a lot closer than people think. Um, um, but... I, I, I don't know. I think I think Josh Allen has a very solid game once again, and it's a divisional game, so it probably will be close. Um, but Mike White is a solid quarterback, but I think the Bills kind of tighten up a little bit on defense, and they kind of overtake the entire game. Um, we'll see probably a solid game from Diggs. I think Diggs versus Sauce will be another great matchup. Yeah. A lot of good receiver corner matchups this week. Um, so uh, definitely another matchup you guys want to watch out for. It'll probably be a closer game, um, but Bills take this. Yeah, I'm going to take Buffalo too. I don't think there's any way that they let the Jets beat them twice this season. Um, I think they're going to come with some vengeance this week. Um, yeah, nothing much there to say. I, I mean, we talked about Garrett Wilson a little bit earlier. I think he has a great game. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited for this cornerback matchup as well. Let's move on to probably the game of the week, I'd say. Houston against Dallas. <laughs> but, no, um, I, we talked about this a little bit earlier. This will be a blowout. Yeah. Houston's just struggling a lot. Dallas has been red hot. Um, had a crazy good game last week against the Colts, and I think they continue that against uh, the Texans, who have been very weak as of late. Um, it'll be domination. Cowboys take this easily. Um, but yeah, next game, Philadelphia versus Giants. Um, you might see me on TV. No, you won't. Um, but yeah, Malone will be at this game. Um, <laughs> uh, but I think I think the Eagles take this one. Um, it's probably gonna be a close game. Uh, I, I've seen a lot of close divisional games this year um, and I don't think this is an exception Philadelphia and Giants have always gone at it especially in the past years um, Eagles have won a majority of them um, but the Giants defense is very talented and I would not be surprised if the offense is held a little bit this year um, but uh, I think the Eagles take it and I, I don't know I, I don't think Daniel Jones is just there yet uh, I think the, the Eagles do a good job of containing him, um, good job of containing Saquon. They did an amazing job of containing Derrick Henry last year or last week, um, and I think that continues. I'm actually going to switch my pick just to go against that. I'm taking the Giants. I think this is a Malone versus Max matchup. I think he has a bit of an edge. But we're just going to go the Giants. Um, Max will also be at this game uh, with Malone, um, so that will be fun seeing our teams go head-to-head, but um, I think the Eagles take it, but I'm just going to go Giants for the game picks Mm. um, for fun. I'm a little confident in my my lead against you, so it won't won't matter that much. Next up, we talked about this a little bit, Vikings, Lions. 
What do you think? Oh, what do I think? What do you think? <laughs> um, I went with Minnesota. Now, I would not be surprised if there's an upset here. I think Detroit is definitely slept on a lot. Uh, they showed it last week when they put up 40 points. Um, and the Vikings' defense isn't too talented, so I could see a high-scoring game. But um, I think Minnesota... Uh, like, once again, they're going to show how dominant they are. They've had some slip-ups, I mean, against the Cowboys, definitely. But I think they're they're strong enough to beat the beat Detroit here. Divisional game, they both know each other very well. Um, but I think Jefferson takes over against a weak Detroit secondary. Um, Dalvin Cook has a solid game, too. I think Minnesota's offense just can't be stopped. Yeah, I agree. I'm taking Minnesota against Detroit as well. I think it's going to be closer than people imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Minnesota's going to squeak it out. And then we got another divisional game here. A lot of, Is it all divisional games this week? Uh, oh, and never mind. No, it's not. No, not, but a lot. A lot. Um, Baltimore versus Pittsburgh. Um, this one's in Pittsburgh. Uh, I took Pittsburgh here. Uh, a little bit of an underdog, but at the same time, not really, because Tyler Huntley will be starting for Baltimore. Um, now, I, I, like, I like Tyler Huntley. I think he's... <laughs> Similar to Lamar Jackson with his dual threat ability, um, just not as good. Uh, and I think Pittsburgh's defense actually is very underrated too. Um, they had a very solid week against uh, the Falcons. Uh, they locked up a little bit on defense. Uh, Minka had that last minute interception, which was very impressive. Uh, and I think they have a solid game here against the Baltimore offense, which has struggled as of late. Um, maybe hold them under 10 points even. Um, and I also see Najee having a solid game. Um, even though he's not projected too many points this week, I think Najee will do pretty well. Probably has some red zone carries for a touchdown or two. Um, but Kenny Pickett's been playing pretty well. And it's, he's actually surprised me a little bit. I didn't think he would um, catch up to where, to where he is right now, I think. Um, he's been a very solid game manager. Now, he hasn't done too much, hasn't done little like little amounts of things, but he's he's shown me that he's he's able to be an NFL quarterback. Um, now, he's kind of average right now, but I think he has the ability to, to uh, pop off in the near future. Yeah, I mean, I see the argument. Um, I, I think it's a low-scoring game. I'm going to go with Baltimore because I think Tyler Huntley's a little bit better than we all think. Mm. Um, but I think it's a pretty defensive game. Both defenses are very good. Um, TJ Watt's back, right? He's yeah, been he back. Um, definitely um, a big presence on defense. Um, I just think Baltimore has an answer for the Pittsburgh offense, and the Pittsburgh defense is going to struggle a little bit more. Mm. All right. And then the next game, another divisional game, we got... Cleveland versus Cincinnati. Battle of Ohio. <laughs> Battle of Ohio. Um, and I think Cincinnati takes this one. Uh, like I said last week, uh, I don't think Deshaun has the capability to win this game. Um, I think the Browns will have to lean on their running game a little bit, and that's probably going to hurt them in the long run. I think Cincinnati's offense will take over once again. Uh, they showed it against the Chiefs last week. Um, and Cincinnati's like a really tough team to beat, so... I think I see Burrow honestly taking over this game, have throwing for maybe even 300 plus yards. Um, Cleveland's defense is talented, but at the same time, they've let up some crazy amount of yardage this year. So I think Cincinnati uh, wins this one. Yeah, I agree. I think Deshaun Watson struggles. Um, Cincinnati's on a four-game win streak, three-game win streak coming after the bye. I think they're red hot right now, um, and they're pumped up after beating the Chiefs. I think they're going to win this one as well. 
Another disagreement for us here, Jacksonville versus Tennessee. I'm taking Jacksonville. Um, I feel like I'm always taking Jacksonville, but um, it kind of goes back to my point about Tannehill where he doesn't have as many options. Yes, Derrick Henry is notorious for destroying the Jacksonville defense. I think he has an incredible game, maybe 30-plus points. Um, But I think Jacksonville is going to take this one if Trevor Lawrence can play. Um, He was dealing with a bit of an injury, but I think he'll play. Um, And, yeah, you got Tennessee, though. I do have Tennessee. I think, I mean, last week watching that Eagles game. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, didn't really, they didn't really impress me that much, but I think Derrick Henry is going to run for a crazy amount of yardage uh, this week. I think he runs all over the Jacksonville defense, and I think he's going to be a massive reason as to why they win this game. Now, it could be a very close game, of course, to t- talented offenses going against each other, but... Um, Tennessee's run defense has been very impressive this week. Uh, I mean, this year. Um, and I think ETN has stopped a little bit, and maybe Lawrence even has a little bit of pressure on him, which could hurt him a little bit, which could influence some turnovers, some fumbles. I know he's had some troubles with that this year. Um, and I think Tennessee's defense actually maybe is the X factor in winning this game. But uh, Tennessee's coaching also, very, very talented. Um, so I think that he gets outcoached too. I think Doug Peterson gets outcoached by Mike Rabel, and uh, Tennessee wins this one. Yeah, next game, Kansas City against Denver. Tough one, wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't really want to. I think there's not much to discuss Yeah, Max Max is the biggest Denver hater, um, and I agree with him here. I think they've just been so disappointing, and I feel really bad for the Broncos fans because I know they had high expectations going into this season. Um, I think Casey takes this by a long shot. Um, Pacheco, like Max said, is probably going to pop off uh, Denver's offense won't have a good week once again unfortunately it's just Uh, sad it is it's sad it's sad to talk about but um let's move on to another sad team carolina uh versus the seattle seahawks well what do you think max i'm taking seattle um yeah they've looked really good experienced coach gino's really stepped into the into his own game really found his rhythm great receiver receiving core kenneth walker's a little bit banged up i don't think he goes this week but it won't matter against such a terrible Carolina um, Another disappointing team. team. But I actually think where where I think Tennessee is a lot worse than their record, I think Carolina is a bit better than their record. I think they they show promise in some yeah. some games. Um, but I, th- I still think Seattle takes this one. I think Sam Darnold will be starting again. Um I think so. I believe he so. He threw a dime. Yeah, that. I mean, he's not as bad as people say. Like, no. of course, he's not as good as his draft stock. But um, honestly, there's a possibility for an upset here. Um, Seattle almost got beat by the Rams last week, so that was a little scary. Um, but I think Seattle wins this one. I think it's just about talent at the end of the day, and I think Seattle has more. Um, Gino, my comeback player of the year nominee. I mean, I know he's not injured, but... He's definitely had a comeback in his career a little bit. I'm a, I'm a huge Geno supporter. I hope he really succeeds, but I think Seattle takes this one. Um, but for the next game, we got Tampa Bay versus San Francisco. Now, these are two hot takes from me and Max. Yeah, I was um, thinking that too, actually. I, I, I was honestly thinking that he was going to take SF here, but we both took the, the Buccaneers. <laughs> a little a little bit of a hot take. Um, now... Uh, honestly, I might change my pick. 
You can change it. I think I might change my pick. All to right, San we gotta change on the spot Mid here. Podcast. I'm gonna change my pick. Because uh, I honestly thought Max was gonna take the Niners, so I went with the, the Buccaneers. Always good to have um, another disagreement. Yes. So I'm gonna take the Niners here. Uh, I was wrong at first. I thought uh, the Niners were gonna struggle a lot with Brock Purdy, but I, I think I just failed to really value this Niners defense. I think the Niners defense honestly have an argument to be one of the best in the league. Um, it, Pins me to say that as a Niners hater, even though I live in the Bay Area. Um, I think the Buccaneers have had some, uh, has had like a little bit of an up and down season. Now they're the lead of their division, um, and Tom Brady is Tom Brady, so he'll probably perform pretty well. But I think the Niners defense actually holds the Buccaneers a little bit, and with the amount of pressure they've put on quarterbacks, Brady will struggle. Um, Brady not mobile at all, so I think Bosa has a huge game again. Uh, like he did last week. And I think this Niners defense just holds the Buccaneers a little bit, maybe under two touchdowns. Um, but even I think Brock Purdy will just do enough to win this game. Now, he doesn't have to do too much with how many weapons they have on that offense. Like, he literally just has to hand it off to McCaffrey or dump it off to Kittle, dump it off to Debo. Like, they have so many weapons on that offense that there, there's just, like, little to no room of, like, f- totally failing. Um, he just has to literally do not that much for them to win this game. Uh, Niners defense will take over, though. Yeah, I struggled with this one a bit. Um, I just I don't think I have... As much optimism in Brock Purdy as you do, hmm. I think the Tampa Bay defense struggling a little bit this season, but I think they've been pretty good overall on their top defense in the league. Um, I think Brady teaches Mr. Brock Purdy a little bit of a lesson here. It will be interesting. I, it will. I'm excited for this. Brock game. Brock's in the Mr. Irrelevant, and Brady is the goat. So, two very different. Uh, quarterbacks head-to-head so I'm interested to watch this one actually Um, but next game another disagreement Miami versus the Chargers now I took Miami Um, I've actually been a really big Miami fan this year uh, mostly because I have Tua and Waddle on my fantasy team but I also really like Tua as a guy uh, overall Uh, Mike McDaniel also a really cool guy to watch Uh, he's a funny dude Uh, but I think Miami takes this one they had a tough week last week against the Niners struggled a little bit on offense Um, defensively too they were were pretty much a mess but um, this will be a close game a very exciting game too two very uh, high powered offenses but I think Miami takes this one it'll probably be high scoring I think there'll be some big games here from Hill and Waddle and uh, I think Tua has a solid game as well but um, I think it'll just come down to which defense can have that big playability at the end of the game and maybe hold some offense for a little bit and I think Miami gets that how about you yeah this one's tough for me um, I'm, I'm taking the Chargers here I just think something has to some they need something on this offense to just spur the the team spur the fans they're trying to make a playoff push they have not looked as good as we thought they would look this year at all um herbert i think is getting mike williams back he has keenan he's got eckler he's got all the weapons this defense i think is a little bit underrated um yes the dolphins have the fastest receiving core i've ever seen in my lifetime and it's really fun to watch um I just think Herbert kind of takes a bit of a step up here. Um, I'm not too confident about this, but I do think that the Chargers will come out on top. Hmm. Monday Night Football, last game of the week. Another surprise, actually. Um, 
Do I change my pick? Because I thought you were going to take the Patriots. How about you go first, Max? You go All right, first. I'm taking Arizona. I think Kyler is a beast. Um, Hopkins is there. Hollywood is back in the lineup. James Conner has been playing well. The defense is struggling a bit, but they are going up against Mac Jones. I don't think that's too tough of a task as an NFL-caliber defense. Um, yeah, New England de- New England has a crazy good defense. They do. But I, I just I think they have – Arizona has too many weapons for them this week. Hmm. I, I mean, I'm, I'm still a little – I'm a little conflicted here because I do believe in the Patriots' defense. I think they're very solid. Um, but at the same time, like Max said, I think Arizona's offense is just – I think it's very powerful. Like, they haven't showed their full potential here. I mean, it shows on their record being – what are they? Like uh, – oh, yeah. Cardinals are 4-8. and So they have not showed how strong of a team they are yet, and they've struggled a little bit. It might be the coaching. Uh, I honestly think Cliff might be fired at the end of this year. Um, but um, I'm going to take the Patriots. I'm going to take the Patriots. I think uh, – just Yeah, I honestly disagreeing with myself here. <laughs> uh, I think the Patriots get this. I, I'm a huge Bill Belichick believer. I think he outcoaches Cliff Kingsbury, um, and I think Mac Jones, like Brock Purdy, will just do enough to win this game. You just got to hand the ball off to Stevenson and maybe pass to Jacoby for a little bit of yardage. Um, but I think it'll be a low-scoring game, actually. I think the Patriots' defense will definitely have to win this game for them. Um, but Patriots 6-6, six and six, they're playing for a playoff spot. I think they win this game. I think the Chargers and... Cardinals are in pretty similar spots. I think their offenses are very, very good. Mm. Just haven't been able to show it this year, um, and have both dealt with many injuries mm. on that offensive side. But I think they are a lot better than their record, and they have some proving to do at the end of the season. Who's your MVP this year so far? Um, I don't want to like continue this Eagles. <laughs> Ridiculous. I wasn't talk. trying to play into that. I was but I think asking. it's got to be Jalen Hurts. He's been unbelievable wow. this season. Wow. I don't even agree with you, actually. Really? I think it's going to be Mahomes. Uh, Mahomes has just consistently put up crazy numbers. Um, now, I love Jalen, but I don't think he's there yet with the passing ability. I think he has to have consistent weeks like he did last week um, and have to like throw 300-plus every week for him to get the MVP. Now, the Eagles are playing better right now than the Chiefs, but I think Mahomes as a player has played better. Um, I think he'll pr- most likely be then MVP. I, th- I think Mahomes is the better player, don't get me wrong. I just think that Hurts is this is an unbelievable season for Hurts. And okay. I don't I disagree. I don't think he needs to throw 300 yards. He's shown his passing ability. He's had those games, but where it really comes down to what it really comes down to is that crazy rushing upside and the yeah. ability to get in um, to the end zone with his legs 92% first down rate on fourth and one I believe yeah I think like Lamar winning that year it's a very similar conversation with Lamar and Mahomes um I think yeah Hurts and Mahomes very similar I think both I think I think you definitely have to incorporate the success of each team but um like I said, I think Mahomes just I think has more talent and has proved himself for longer. Um, hopefully, Hurts does win it though. I think that will be huge. I love Hurts, um, but actually, last question for me: 
Um, who's your rookie of the year on offense? On offense? Yeah. That's interesting. Brees Hall. I love my Brees Hall. I love my Bye. Brees Hall. I feel like I, uh, I'm part of his success. Okay. And a little bit part of his downfall because he's on my fantasy team. But that's tough. That's really tough, actually. It depends how much how much time Kenneth Walker is going to miss. Mm. Um, but I think for me, I think Kenneth Walker is rookie of the year on the offensive side. Maybe I'm missing someone. Am I missing someone? Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, I was thinking. He's been unbelievable, too. Olave? I think. Mm, not quite, even though I love Olave. Um, I'm going Kenneth Walker if he can just miss this week and bounce back. Um, on the defensive side, I'm going Sauce. Mm, yeah, I think Sauce is gonna is running away with it, with it a little bit. Um, now Trayvon Mullen though, the Seahawks rookie cornerback leading the league right now in interceptions or tied. Um, yeah, he's been great. I saw the stat the other day. Sauce and him had the most amount of fan votes for the Pro Bowl, which I think is crazy. Two rookie cornerbacks. I saw that um, too. That is wild. Yeah, I think. That'll be close, actually, if Mullen's able to uh, win in the interceptions category between Sauce and Mullen. I think they're the two that will probably get it. Um, but I was re- yeah. So the top four right now are Kenneth Walker, Garrett Wilson, Christian Watson, and Chris Olave for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, and like Max said, I think it does depend on Walker's health. Um, but if Watson keeps this up, there's a possibility, but at the same time, he just started this like four weeks ago. Yeah, that's what I was thinking um, as well. And I think Garrett Wilson has been the most consistent so far. Uh, so I think right now it's probably Garrett Wilson, but if Kenneth Walker is able to be healthy and keep playing like he has been, I think Walker could definitely win it. I think that's interesting, though, too, because Kenneth Walker didn't get that shot until Penny went down. I think Kenneth Walker would be doing what he's doing yeah. right now no, if 100%. he got that um, opportunity before. Um, yeah. Does that about wrap up the mm-hmm. pod? Anything it else does to wrap say? It up. Um, not too much to say. Um, hope you got. This is a, a a very stressful week. I mean, with finals coming up. Yeah. For you college listeners, high school listeners, whatever. Um, but it's also stressful fantasy wise because some people are trying to make the playoffs. Some people are trying to avoid punishments. Uh, shout out Lim Dollars. This is true. Um. Uh, but I think the playoffs. It, it's. It's a tough situation because you only get four in for some leagues. Um, but I would definitely look at the matchups coming up. Uh, do whatever you can to set up your lineup as healthy as possible. Um, I hope, wish you guys the best. Wish my listeners the best. Um, but yeah, that's all for me. How about you, Max? Nah, I think you pretty much summed it up. Um, go enjoy football this week. Get your studies done, of course, to free up Sunday so you don't have to work during the games. Unfortunately, I have a lot of work, so I'm going to have to work during Sunday. Oh. But I'll always have Scott Hansen on in the background. Um, will you be watching – will you be doing homework at the Giants game? No, I will not be doing homework <laughs> at the Giants game. Okay. Um, actually, I just forgot about it. <laughs> uh, that's going to be fun. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up. Have a good week. We'll see you guys next week. Mm -hmm. Or you'll hear us next week. Peace. Peace.